When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So today we're going to be talking about just how much silver there is per person on earth. You know, this is, in my opinion, a really interesting topic. Uh, I like to, to try and quantify these types of things. But, you know, one of the big takeaways from this video is that we can't perfectly quantify it. I'm going to give you guys some, some hard numbers in, in terms of above ground silver. And those numbers are, are open to debate. And then there's also the softer numbers that we can't ever quantify and we can just give a, a educated guess at or a guesstimate, if you will, uh, as to you know, how much above ground silver falls into these different categories. Uh, so, you know, I think a big takeaway is, A, we can't quantify it perfectly, but I, I want to give you guys my estimate, my guesstimate. Uh, also, uh, towards the end, I also want to to put this in perspective versus gold. I mean, it's interesting to look at it per person, especially when you're considering, uh, you know, if if there is a big scramble for silver in the future, uh, look at the current value of silver, uh, you know, something like fifteen to sixteen dollars an ounce, and and as others have talked about, you know, it's a lot of this above ground silver is held by very few people, right? The vast majority of the world's population don't own any silver bullion, physical silver bullion. Uh, but also gold. I mean, gold is is over 80 times more expensive than silver currently. And yet, you know, when I show these numbers at the end, you know, how much gold there is above ground uh, investment grade gold versus silver. Again, I think I'll put things into perspective. So get into this topic if this slide clicks. There we go. How much silver per person? So we're going to use the estimate of about 7.7 .7 billion. That just comes from a very quick Google search. You know, 7 billion, 8 billion, whatever. We're just using a, a rough estimate here. Uh, and as far as silver goes, we're talking about investment grade silver. Coins, bars, you know, bullion. Uh, numismatic stuff too, but, but we're excluding silverware, uh, jewelry, as well as silver used in industry that's currently held in in uh, electronic gadgets, houses, vehicles, etc., landfills, as well as silver that's left unmined. And you know, speaking of silver used in industry, I mean, that's another big takeaway of of all the silver that's been mined through the years. Just how little is actually in uh, some sort of, of bullion or investment grade format, or even the silverware and jewelry. I mean, the vast majority has been used in again electronic gadgets, houses, vehicles, other industrial uses, or it's just sitting in a landfill. Now, could it be scrapped. Sure, I mean, at the right price. And, and don't get me wrong, there is some silver that's scrapped today, but um, the vast, vast majority of silver that's ever been mined is, is sitting in a product right now that is or isn't being used, but it's not in some sort of investment grade uh, uh, product by any means. Now, also talking here about jewelry and silverware. Now, I'm going to be arguing from, from the standpoint, as we'll be seeing here in the next slide, of there's maybe a little bit more silver, above ground silver, than other people that, uh, would would guess or estimate. I could be wrong. It's open for debate. As I said, the bottom uh, bullet point here, it's hard to get a perfect estimate, and it's absolutely open for debate. I could be wrong. Other people could be right. Well, I mean, we, we can't ever know, ultimately. Uh, but for the purposes of this video, we're excluding silverware and jewelry. Now, silverware and jewelry, it is relatively pure. It is relatively easy to melt down and refine into a, a more pure, you know, uh, bullion. 
And if prices went high enough and there's an incentive for people to bring it to their pawn shop or, or their, their local gold guys or whatever, then yeah, I'm sure that would happen. But again, if we're going to include that, then that's inflating the numbers and that's going to give more credit to my, my argument. And I want to, you know, give more credit to, to those that might give a smaller estimate just to kind of get across the point that, well, there's probably more silver, even if we're excluding some of these other more pure uh, silver products. I mean, there's a lot of silverware and there's a lot of jewelry around the world, silver silverware, and we'll just choose to exclude it. And that's fine. Um, so moving on. Now, part of the reason I'm making this video is because of a video I saw yesterday uh, actually, on, on Chris Dwayne's channel, Truth Never Told, a big silver guy. I have a lot of respect for him. And he's doing an interview uh, with the SGT Report, Sean from SGT Report, who I also have a lot of uh, respect for. And he, you know, the title of the video was like a quarter ounce of silver per person on the earth. And if you listen to the interview, he, he gives an estimate of one to two billion ounces total above ground. Again, I'm guessing he's, he's talking about uh, investment grade silver. So anywhere from a tenth ounce, he said, to, to a quarter ounce. So eighth ounce, tenth ounce, whatever. It's close enough. And that was kind of his estimate. Now, this compares to a billion ounces that was mined each year, roughly, uh, right now. It's, it goes up and down. It's kind of on a downward path right now. But a billion, a billion ounces mined each year. 15% of that last year in 2017. This is by by the way most of this data from the is from the World Silver Survey. Uh, maybe not all of it. Some, you know, for instance some of these mintage data is going to be from, you know, Wikipedia which is, you know, has their own sources and whatnot. But but uh most of this is going to be from the World Silver Survey. Uh I think we're going to be talking about the World Gold Council later on, but okay, anyways, 15% of coin and bar demand or 15% of that billion is coin and bar demand. So 150 million ounces roughly. Uh, from 2008 to 2017, it's ranged anywhere from 9 to 27% of, of total supply coming onto the market. Uh, it's been soaked up by coin and bar demand, again, excluding silverware and, and jewelry and whatnot. Uh, so actually, if you add those numbers up, again, from the World, World Silver Survey, just from 2008 to 2017, you have just shy of 2 billion ounces of coin and bar demand. Now, that doesn't mean that all those 2 billion ounces are still above ground and, and, and in this investment grade. I mean, in theory, a good chunk of that could have been melted down. Maybe that was bought in, in, in 2008 and then melted down in 2011 when prices were high or, or afterwards or something like that, melted down and, and then used in an industry. It, it was added to the, the scrap values, the scrap silver coming onto the market that you'd also see in, in this world silver survey. Uh, but you know that really gets across the point that just over that time span, that's not counting 2018, that's not counting 2019, and that's not counting the, the thousands of years that silver was, was mined and used prior to 2008, uh, we, we still have a number that's just shy of 2 billion ounces. It's likely that most of that 2 billion ounces is not in investment grade today. Most of it probably is, but, but some of it's probably not. Um, again, silver is rare, but probably not that rare. Probably not a quarter ounce per person. Again, I'm using the word probably because we can't give perfect estimates and, and we can't always you know, trust the data, but I'm doing my best here. So moving on, how much silver is there? Let's try and get some hard numbers to this. So again, from the World Silver Survey, first of all, you have custodian vaults. Uh, so 1,756.3 million ounces. So 1.756 billion ounces. 
in custodian vaults. So this is when, when people ask to have their silver stored in some sort of a vault uh, offshores or, or in their own country or whatever, rather than stored in their own physical possession, which I prefer. <laughs> I think most of my viewers do. But a lot of people, you know, silver is bulky. It's 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 heavy when you're talking about millions and millions of potentially of, of silver. Uh, some people choose to store it in, in vaults. And so according to World Silver Survey, north of 1.7 billion ounces in those vaults. Now, can we trust that number? Yeah, there's probably some vaults out there. I can't say for sure from vault to vault, but there's, there's a good chance that maybe there's some out there that are inflating those numbers, that they're saying they have so much silver. In reality, they don't because, I mean, that's that's we've seen that happen before, it, you know, a fractional reserve system, uh, a vault kind of banking on the, the, the premise that, not everybody's going to ask for the silver at the same time. It's just going to be a small percentage. They're only going to keep 5 or 10% of, of what they say they have actually on hand in, in physical format. Again, no hard data to back that up. No hard facts other than, than the past uh, 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 maybe bullion housers that have been guilty of that uh, or, or have been suspected to have been guilty of that. Um, but moving on, we also have ETPs. So this would be SLV and, and various other exchange traded products that are traded on on the markets slv being the largest and and supposedly they're most of them are, are backed by silver most if not all backed by physical silver again can we trust that number not necessarily i would have a little bit more trust in the custodian vaults personally again i have no proof that slv or custodian vaults or whatever are are inflating their numbers or, or lying about or operating on a fractional reserve system. It's just that, you know, I have very little trust for these types of institutions uh, in today's day and age. Uh, we, we've seen this story repeat itself over and over again. But uh, ETPs, largest of which is SLV, uh, 671.5 million ounces. Now, is that all there? We can't know. But I'm a little bit more suspicious of that than, than even the custodian vaults. Plus, I mean, custodian vaults is is divvied up into far more vaults and smaller quantities than ETPs. There's smaller ones, but the vast majority is, is or the largest of, of those holdings is SLV. I don't know if it's a majority, but it's it's a lot. And then moving on, we have exchanges. Uh, so this is going to be the COMEX and other similar exchanges. Uh, 254.5 million ounces. Now, is that real? Again, we can't know. There's a lot of people that would say that the COMEX doesn't have any silver. There's other people that would say, well, yeah, they do. I mean, look at JP Morgan's hoard of silver. It's hard to say. Again, the big takeaway is that even if you know the COMEX does have all the silver that they say they do, the amount of paper silver that's traded is way larger than the physical amount that they claim to have on hand. And that's phony enough. But again, is it operating on a fractional reserve system? We already know it is. Uh, does it need to be any more fractional reserve? I mean, they have the money to, to buy that silver. I mean, silver is not all that expensive right now to, to hold you know, a, a quarter billion ounces on hand. But again, we, we can't know that for sure. And then you have government. Um, you know, I could put an asterisk by all of these, but but I could certainly put one by government. This one is, you know, for, for minting purposes and whatnot, governments don't hold silver bullion as, as a reserve asset for the most part anymore. You know, we have some evidence that, that Russia has been. They actually released some some pictures, uh, I think it was 2000, last year, 2018, maybe a year ago, roughly, um, uh, of, of some silver uh, housed alongside gold, I believe, uh, very large silver bars. But 
I don't think they're stating anything official. That number right there, 89.1 million ounces, has been the same for a couple of years now. And it's, you know, it's a rough estimate. But in the whole scheme of things, 100 million, 50 million, 150 million ounces, it's not a whole lot of silver that's held by conference officially. And then you have industry, which again, fluctuates, but it's pretty small in the whole scheme of things. If you add all these up, you come up with a number of about 2.7. 2.7859 billion ounces. So roughly three years worth of mining supply, uh, pretty close to three years of total supply of silver held in these various uh, more quantifiable accounts. But there's more silver held by private individuals. And this one is, this is where it gets really difficult. How much silver is held by private individuals? And ultimately, we, we can't know. We, we, nobody's going to answer a survey if we put out a survey saying, how much silver do you, how much silver does your house, household own? Or if the U.S. government put it in their census or, or, if, or if I put up some sort of a survey. No, I mean, it would be very difficult uh, to, to get an accurate uh, poll of that. We, we can't know these numbers for sure. But what I can tell you is that it's probably quite a bit. I mean, when you think about it, the amount of stackers, we'll call ourselves stackers within the United States, Canada, Australia, the UK, Western and Eastern Europe. Um, what else do we have? Ireland, uh, Mexico, uh, New Zealand. You know, just some of the, you know these Western, quote unquote, Western countries. Quite a bit, right? And then you add into that the amount of silver that's held in in uh, Southeast Asia. India, potentially uh, China, Japan, South Korea, uh, Russia, I don't know, what type of numbers they have there. Uh, and then, you know, Latin America, Africa, etc. You know, this this really can add up, especially when, when, you know, you take into account just how much silver has come on the market here. Now, we can try and quantify this. So uh, this is some different mintage numbers. And by the way, people always ask, what's this coin right here? Now, this is sent to me from a viewer, and the best information I can give you is that it was from Monarch Precious Metals, this coin that you're looking at here. People are always asking, what is it? It's so great, and Monarch Precious Metals. But uh, U.S. Mint uh, minted over 500 million American silver eagles since 1986, so over half a billion ounces. Royal Canadian Mint, they stopped reporting uh, 2014 or 2015, I forget. Um, they were north of 100 million ounces already, and I think that was just their silver maple leaf and 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 they have all sorts of other products today so i don't know what the exact number would be 200 million 300 million quite a bit from royal canadian mint um austrian philharmonics another fairly popular uh, uh government minted bullion coin north of 75 million ounces 75 million coins minted uh then you have the perth mint which i'm not even going to try and quantify because they've been minting for a long time and they have ton of different products but but still they're they're pretty sizable when you take into account the total mintage of their kookaburras uh their lunar series koalas kangaroos what do they have now like emus or maybe that's a different coin maybe that's like palladium or or platinum or gold or something but they have all sorts of those uh you have the royal mint with their britannias your china with with their uh, uh pandas and then you have other government mints, mints uh, the, the smaller, you know, the islands uh, from the Pacific or elsewhere. Uh, you have uh, one that I forgot to put on here, Mexico, the Mexican Libertad. That's a fairly popular one. Uh, you, you have what? Um, there, Armenia and, and their, their Noah's Ark coin. I think Ukraine mints one, South Korea. Um, 
and there's others that I'm that I'm probably forgetting. I think Ger- uh, Germany might have one. Um, we can go on and on all day. Plus, you have uh, old silver that used to be in circulation, like like U.S. minted, um, you know, constitutional or junk silver, the ninety percent silver, and and that was common practice. That wasn't that wasn't unique to the United States, right? A lot of countries did that. Uh, 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 Mexico, Canada, a lot of European countries, and elsewhere, they had silver coinage, right? Um, now, a lot of that's been melted down, but a lot of it still exists. In fact, I did a video on this in the past. Again, we can't get perfect numbers on it, but uh, check it out. You know, search my you know silver fortune, ninety percent silver, uh, and that gives another kind of good estimate of just how much ninety percent silver, and it's actually a fair amount, right? Um, so you have other government mints, and then you have private mints. Uh, which there have been a whole host of over the years. And I think this is a pretty significant piece of, of demand, right? There's a lot of people that just prefer the generic silver or or some other type of silver that, that they're going to then hold in their 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 vault or their, their own possession. I mean, that brings us to another topic here is that even these numbers, right? The 500 million from the U.S. Mint, plus more, by the way, they, they have their other uh, series there. Their, uh, what is it? America the Beautiful or... or you know, their five ounce series, which isn't nearly as much as the, the American Silver Eagle series, but still um, Royal Canadian Mint uh, and all these other mints, private mints, etc. cetera. Uh, we, we can't consider this all being held by private individuals because a fair amount of it is probably held in vaults, right? Uh, or, or other, uh, whether it's on exchanges, probably not on exchanges, maybe back in ETPs and whatnot, but maybe some of the stuff from private mints or private refiners but all that other stuff very well could be what's held in 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 various uh vaults and whatnot and so i mean even these numbers aren't perfect uh but still quite a bit that's been bought by i mean look at this i mean we're we're looking at uh you know probably north of probably close to like a billion just from from government mints billion ounces of silver if not more uh, you know, dating back to 86, which is the, the uh, U.S. Mint. I don't know if the uh, Perth Mint or the Canadian Mint had started prior to that. Um, and then you have private mints on top of that. Uh, who, who knows how much they contribute? Potentially just as much, maybe more. I don't... It's hard to quantify these numbers. Uh, so some of that's in custodian vaults, but some of it is, is going to be in, in broader circulation or broader... Um, not at all in circulation, but in, in the average uh, stackers... Uh, uh, treasure chest or whatever um finally uh, should we question this data yes I mean, that's the big takeaway so when we're looking at uh data like like uh where is it this data custodian vaults etps uh, exchanges government industry yeah we should question that data we, we have little to no proof that it's fake um some people would claim they have proof and, and i'm open to hearing that and, and look i'm 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 as distrustful as the next guy of, of something like the SLV and iShares or, or the Comex or, or maybe some of these vaulting companies, right? Um, there's a reason that, that I hold to the, the idea of if, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. There's a reason that I buy my physical silver and, and I take delivery. But I think, you know, a good, a fair amount of that, especially in the vaults, is, is probably there, right? Uh, who knows? Maybe some of that SLV silver is still there. Again, it's a paper market. Uh, it can still be there, and, and the silver market can still be manipulated. Um, the exchange silver can still be there, and it can still be a fractional reserve system because of, if you want to call it that, it's 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 a market. It's not a banking system, but you know, way way more paper contracts than there ever has been, you know, silver at least in a long time. 
Um, government silver, industry silver, not a, a huge uh, component of this. But yes, we should question this data. Um, again, as I said at the beginning of this video, comparing this to gold. Now, the World Gold Council estimates, now I don't know how old this estimate has, so I just rounded up to 200,000 tons, but they estimated 190,040 uh, tons of gold has ever been mined. I think that's metric tons, right, with two N's and an ES. Now, rounding up to 200,000 tons, that's 6.43 billion ounces. As with silver, we'll never, we'll never know the true numbers. Um, you know, between China and between India alone, you know, I, I want to say they alone own 40 to 50 billion, uh, not 40, 50 billion, but 40, 50,000 tons. Um, plus you add into that, you know, all the other government uh, 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 agencies, treasuries, sovereign wealth funds, uh, central banks and whatnot that hold physical bullion. And then you have all the, the privately warehouse that the custodian vault type of, of gold held in vaults and then you have the privately held gold and, and then the gold that's held in, in, in high purity jewelry, which is, I think, a little bit should come into consideration a little bit more, especially in places like India. It's very common in places like India. I'm sure silver is too, but but gold is, is certainly more compact in that type of situation. Um, 200,000 tons, I think, is a pretty good estimate. It could be more, it could be less. I mean, that's gold that's ever been mined. You know, most of that is probably still around. Not a ton of that, uh, a lot of tons. Uh, excuse this for a second. Sorry about that. Um, you know, a lot of that has has probably been uh, kept in 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 some sort of bullion, identifiable investment terms, right? Not used up in industry, unlike silver, where, where you know the vast majority of silver has been used up uh, in, in in industry. So finally, you know, coming to to the to full circle here to the beginning of this video, how much silver? has uh is there per person on on earth well first of all for gold is probably less than one ounce per person it could be more but around one ounce one ounce to a quarter ounce would be what i would guess for silver we can't fully know right but if we're going to go on the assumption of uh most of that custodian silver is there maybe some of the etp uh maybe some of that exchange silver plus a whole lot of silver that's held by private investors i would guess a half an ounce to one ounce Right, so so again, putting that in perspective, that's about what three and a half to to seven point seven billion ounces of silver, right? Uh, but but really, it it's an important question to ask. We can't ever know the full answer to it. The big picture here is that's rare. It's rare relative to the world's population, and it's rare relative to gold. I mean, it might be a little bit more common than gold. Um, maybe it's a one-to-one -one ratio, maybe it's a one-to-one-point-five ratio in terms of ounce-to-ounce. Of -ounce. But given the current price difference, that's not a whole lot. I mean, I was talking about this the other day with, with Lewis from, from Smellgold. You know, if, if you have somebody come in with, with a billion dollars, a billion dollars worth of, of investment coming into the gold market, that's you know, a drop in the ocean. But into the silver market... That's that's a pretty sizable amount of physical silver that has to be taken off the market. Somebody has to sell that. And there's just not a whole lot of silver to go around uh, in terms of, of dollar values. As you know, you can see the bottom bullet point here, even 10 billion ounces of silver, which I don't think there is, but but you know, it's it's well within the you know margin of error, which is probably pretty large for myself. Uh, 10 billion ounces of silver. There's only 150 to 160 billion dollar market at current prices. Right, and so you compare that to something like the stock market, 
which is is uh, what like north of five billion dollars. The U.S. stock market, six billion, something like that. I don't know. Or sorry, trillion. The U.S. debt markets. Uh, we we you know the U.S. debt is is north of twenty two trillion plus. Uh, the the total amount of, of future liabilities. Uh, you have the the U.S. real estate market. You have the U.S. gold market, which I already mentioned here, which is in the trillions, or the worldwide gold market. And then you have worldwide debt. You have worldwide stock markets. Worldwide real estate. Worldwide currency. Worldwide uh, central bank balance sheets. It's massive, massive the amount of debt that's out there. The the value of the total assets out there is massive. Silver is relatively small. Now, does, does that mean it has to go up? No, absolutely not. We, we've seen that for, for many years now in which silver has been in a kind of depressed state. It doesn't mean that it needs to go up. But what it does mean is that if we run into a situation where silver is seen as rare or there's a, a what do they call it, FOMO, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. Uh, where, where people want to get it because they want to protect themselves from a currency collapse, from economic crisis, or even just a supply disruption. Let's say, or, or yeah, some sort of supply disruption. Let's say Mexico uh, heads in the direction of uh, Venezuela, right? Mexico being the largest silver producer in the world, or another major silver producer, you know, whatever. A uh, major amount of silver supply is taken out the market potentially in the future. You know, that'd be similar to, to you know, Saudi Arabia, having a large portion of their oil production being shut down. What would that do to the oil price? What would that do to, to oil demand? People would want to get that oil before it ran out. Or, you know, what if you had a major country decide to move forward with some sort of initiative that would require a, a large amount of, of silver? What if all of the EU, and this is not at all something that, in fact, they probably already have this on the books, some initiative to move in this direction, to move to electric vehicles, Right, electric vehicles use more silver than than conventional vehicles. Although you know, in, in internal combustion engine vehicles, they do use a lot of silver these days because of just how electronic they are, I guess. But but uh, electronic or EVs, they use even more, right? Or, or what if a country like Saudi Arabia or China or something made a huge push towards towards solar, which I, I believe they both already have. But but what if it was an even larger one where they actually start moving forward with massive solar projects now the amount of silver that's used in each solar panel is, is certainly less than what it's used to be and and despite the the rapid proliferation of solar energy that the silver demand uh coming from the solar industry has not grown a whole lot in fact maybe it's gone down some years because of improvements and in, in, in uh efficiency of, of the use of silver decreased amount in each panel even so if you have a big country like saudi arabia or china which has a lot of money to throw around i mean look at look at china i mean think about the the massive amounts of of uh financing that they have thrown at you know their their ghost cities right their, their roads highways bridges to nowhere their their massive dam projects. Uh, what if they did something like that with 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 solar panels, right? Like what's if, what's if that's the next thing? What if that's the next big thing for for China, where where they want to um, try and prop up their economy, drive economic demand and and GDP and whatnot, and and, and give jobs to lots of workers, and and so they create a massive solar project with with the goal of providing you know a, a massive fraction of of their their energy. Through, through solar panels, right? Rather than what they currently get it from, which is, you know, coal or, or hydroelectric or I don't know what else they use. Um, but, you know, th something like that. 
uh, or as I said at the very beginning, I just kind of glossed over it, but, but a flight away from, from currencies, from, from other markets, a fear about economic or, or currency crises, uh, those types of events can absolutely drive silver demand as well. In fact, you know, since 2008, uh, silver demand has gone up significantly. In fact, in 2018, it went down quite a bit, but it's still much better here than it was, you know, 2007, 2006, etc. Because during the financial crisis and the Great Recession, there were a lot of people that were fearful, and they bought silver and gold to protect themselves because they didn't like what they were seeing in the stock market. They, they didn't like what they were seeing from the Fed in terms of QE or 0% interest rate policy or whatever. Now, the Fed and central banks around the world really pulled off a, 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 a massive effort over the last 10 years to, to prop up the global economy following the financial crisis and the recession and, and whatnot. But you know, I, I think the odds of them being able to do that again, go two for two, is, is I think pretty low. And... Again, I think people are going to react in a very similar manner. And so, again, 150 to $160 billion worth of silver on the market today, that's small. And, and you have, you know, if you had, you know, just a small fraction of the total amount of wealth and in investors moving to silver because they thought gold was too expensive, they thought the ratio between gold and silver was too high uh, because they, they were fearful of economic or, 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 uh, uh, currency conditions or because of, of some sort of supply shock or demand shock of the silver market you have a 15 billion dollars moving into the silver market you are going to see those prices going to go up or go up you're going to see uh some some serious uh concerns about the future of, of physical uh, silver being able to be delivered right that the, the supply is there going to be some sort of a shortage so that's kind of the big takeaways from this again i, I wish i could have given you guys a perfect number of, of how many ounces per person or how much silver. But the big takeaway is there, there's not a whole lot given the current price, given the total population of the world. So I hope you enjoyed this video, this podcast today. Uh, if you have future ideas for, for, for videos or ideas for future videos, podcasts, etc., let me know down below in the comment section. I, I oftentimes will see those types of suggestions and use them. It's not a promise by any means, but I, I, I do like to, to use your guys' ideas when you offer them up plus i can always think of great ideas because you know there's only so many times only so many videos you can you can make about silver it seems like and yet you know i keep pumping them out um but if you have good ideas put them down below in the comment section as always thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video listening to this podcast and god bless